Hi, you're listening to This Is Not Your Practice Life. I'm your host, Macy Renee, and we are going on a journey together, my friends. I'm a certified life and emotional intelligence coach. And if you really want to step into your highest self, there are a few non-negotiables you're going to have to learn, and I am just the person to help you do it. No matter your past, I'm here to help you create a more fulfilling future. So stick around with me. Not only will I teach you how to navigate your brain's daily mind drama, but I'll help you actually understand your mind, your emotions, why you do the things you do, and why others do the things they do. Most importantly, I'll help you build the self-awareness skills to create whatever results you want. It's never too late to change the trajectory of your life. After all, this is not your practice life. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of This Is Not Your Practice Life podcast. I'm Macy Renee, and I am so excited that you're joining me today on the podcast. So I'm going to start this a little bit differently than I normally do. It's been a while since I've given kind of an update of what's going on. It's not, if you're new here, how I typically start every single episode. So if you don't want the life update, feel free to fast forward, get straight to the content, Um, But otherwise, if you kind of want to know what's going on in life before we get into the content, you're welcome to hang around. (laughs) So I am currently in Kentucky. I flew in so I could actually go to my hairdresser. It's been a struggle finding someone in Las Vegas that I trust with my head. (laughs) So I came to Kentucky to get my hair done before vacation. I leave for vacation this week. We're actually going to 30A with some really good family friends of ours. We've gone the last two years in a row. This will be year three, and I'm so excited for those of you that, you know, have followed me for a while or just know kind of about my programs and stuff, my hybrid experience program. That is also where we're going to be going in September. It's one of my favorite places. I just find it to be just so calming. It's a beautiful atmosphere. It's really, I don't know, high vibe in my opinion. And it just is a feel good place where I have tons of great memories with family and friends. And I just, I'm excited for my clients to get to experience it. So I am really looking forward to letting down after this week of work and just getting there. I'm so, so, so excited. Also, if you listen to this as soon as it releases, I have an exciting announcement coming for you guys tomorrow about what's coming in the second round of the hybrid experience. So if you haven't heard, I have loved this program so much already that I really, I had to make a decision of if I was only going to offer it one time a year or if I was going to do all of the work to be able to offer it twice. The hybrid experience is a lot of work. Like I will not even lie that it is such a big project. Like It's an amazing program, but it takes so much brain power and so much work, so much planning ahead of time, so much investing. Like there's a lot of investing that has to happen up front to make everything run smoothly so that my clients have the best experience. So when I decided that I wanted to run it a second time, 
I had to start planning for that weeks and weeks ago. And the program, the second cohort won't even start until October, but all of the work to make that second round run and operate smoothly has to start happening now. So if you follow me on social medias and my email list, you're going to be seeing that enrollment for that is going to be happening soon. So that's kind of where I'm at. I am getting ready for vacation, really excited. I'm going to go back to Vegas for a few weeks, then come back to Kentucky. So that way, when I come back, I get to actually spend some quality time with people that I won't get to see while I'm here for the short period before we leave. So that's what's going on in my life. And yeah, things are really good. I'm super excited. So if you don't already follow me on social media, find me under Macy Renee Coaching or sign up on my email list at macyrenee.com. I would love to connect with you. Say hi. I love whenever you all say hi. Okay, let's talk about what you believe about yourself. I always say that any of the topics I talk about are important, so this is going to be no different, but what you believe about yourself is truly a make it or break it process because everything that you do in life and every ounce of who you're able to become starts with what is happening inside of your brain, inside of your mind. And the tricky thing is that your brain basically adopts the thoughts that you repeat over and over and over again. Whatever you tell your brain consciously and subconsciously is what it starts to believe to be true. And what's so interesting, you guys, is that just because your brain thinks that something is true doesn't actually mean that it is. That's where perception comes in. So that's why a lot of times we even disagree with other people or we have different perspectives, right? Or unique thoughts and opinions. It's because something that I've repeated to myself over and over and over again, a, a thought that I have practiced believing over and over and over again, may be the complete opposite of what someone else believes. And that doesn't mean that I'm right and they're wrong or they're right and I'm wrong. It's just a difference in our thinking. But what I will tell you about beliefs, not only for myself, but for all of you listening, is that you want to be very curious with everything your brain believes to be true about yourself, about other people. Like, don't just assume that the beliefs that you have are always right because sometimes the beliefs that you carry that feel very true are not the highest quality thoughts that are going to serve you in getting to the next level or the place in your life that you actually want to go. And the biggest, I guess, um, category of life that I see this is usually whenever people are aiming for success in some way. Now again, everybody's definition of success can be different and what makes someone successful or unsuccessful, but when we're talking about aspirations and goals that you have for your life, a lot of times what I find whenever our mindset is not as sharp as we maybe want it to be is when people have beliefs about themselves that they're not good enough or they're not worthy of enough um, or worthy of anything, right? Worthy of more money, worthy of more time, worthy of more peace. People have 
a lot of limiting beliefs about themselves and their capabilities and the possibilities that exist in their life. And it isn't necessarily because any of their beliefs or their limits are true. It just means that they've thought that thought or those thoughts so many times in their life that their brain tells them it is true, even if it's not. Something that I work on with my clients is questioning a lot of their beliefs. So for instance, I have clients that want to lose weight and they've struggled their entire life to lose weight and they have beliefs about themselves. Like I've always been this size. I've always been the big girl or I've, you know, I've never been able to lose weight or losing weight is difficult for me or being heavy is hereditary or it's in my family. I'm not saying that any of these statements that they bring to me are true or not true, but what I encourage them to do, and this is a big part of coaching if you're new to the coaching world, is that you want to really observe and examine every single statement that your brain says out loud as if it's the news because a lot of times it's not even true. But their limits that exist, right, and your brain holds on to them because it keeps you from having to go do the hard things. It's a safety mechanism. It allows you to stay in your comfort zone. It allows you sometimes to play small. It doesn't, you know, challenge you outside of your comfort zone to do the thing that scares you a lot of times. So we just want to be mindful of that. People do the same thing. I have clients that come to me with, you know, money beliefs. It's like, I need someone else to help me make this money, or I need to depend on this specific person to take care of me, or, you know, it's impossible to make X amount of money, whatever the amount is. It could be someone who, you know, wants to make I don't know, $10,000 more a year. It could be someone who wants to hit six figures. It can be someone that wants to make a million dollars. It doesn't matter. I've coached all of the people on all of the things, but it isn't that they lack the actual ability to make that happen for themselves. It's that their brain has practiced a thought so many times that it became a belief and they haven't questioned that belief and they think that belief is true. So I want to share with you an example of how this played out for a client that I coached probably, I would say, close to a year ago. I thought it was so interesting seeing how this client's mind worked. And I I see it all the time with multiple clients, but this one specifically really blew my mind. So I was coaching a male entrepreneur who I know in the coaching industry, also in the co- also a coach. Now, this coach never knew that I existed, right? But I knew about him. I would see him on social media. I would see that he would run, um, basically he was a contracted coach for other coaches that I know in the industry. And so I knew of his name. I knew that he was a great coach. And when I actually got the opportunity to coach him, you know, it was around him feeling very insecure because he had recently had a major dip in his business income. And we were trying to get to the root of why. So here's what was interesting. 
this coach had at one point was making a lot of money. Like I believe probably around 150 to $200,000 a year, which is a pretty impressive thing. And when he came for coaching, he was really, you know, kind of disgruntled and frustrated and upset because his income had gone down to around like the 50 to $75,000 range. And he was like, I just don't understand what has happened. And I said, well, what do you think has happened? You will learn very quickly in coaching that we are not the magicians that give you all the answers, that your power lies in the answers that you find within yourself. And we explore them together. So coaching is really like holding a mirror up to the wisdom that you already have inside of you and you using that to change your life. And it can be very frustrating because your brain wants to try and say, I don't see my own wisdom. I need you to have the answers. And while sometimes I will see things that you don't don't see a lot of times I will have you work for your answers before I will just outright tell you what I see okay that's the benefit of coaching it can be frustrating but it's actually what helps you grow so I put that question back on him about you know asking him well what problem do you think you see what what is it what like if you had to guess what would that be and it was interesting because his answer was like, well, I haven't, I've lost some recent coaching contracts. And so I think that that's a lot of my income that went down. And he said, but also, you know, it's because of my diagnosis. And he was a little bit shy about the diagnosis. And I thought it was kind of interesting. My radar, I'm very, very intuitive as well kind of, I feel like one of my talents and it also helps me a lot in coaching, but he kind of glazed over it. Like his brain didn't even want to stay there. And I said, if I may, can we talk about the diagnosis? Like what, what does that have to do with your income? Why were you making, you know, 150 to $200,000 and now the diagnosis is suddenly has you at 50 to $75,000. And he was like, well, he goes, because clearly it's problematic and people can see that it's problematic and it's repulsing clients and buyers. And I said, that's so interesting, but why is it all of a sudden? Like, when did you notice that this is changing? And he was like, well, it was after two friends told me that they noticed, you know, that I was a little bit off. And I'm like, interesting. So I kept digging, right? That's what we do a lot of times. We're digging and we're digging to figure out like what is the actual root of the problem here? And long story short, as, as we continue to explore this in coaching, he has had a diagnosis or let's just say it's ADHD, okay? He didn't actually give me what the diagnosis was, but as we kind of coached through it, it was something along those lines. It, it really impacts his focus and sometimes his socializing. And so let's just say ADHD for now. Okay. So he has had this for years. He's known that he has this for years. It's never, ever been a problem ever. It's never impacted his ability to make money. He was making a lot of money. And one week he was having a pretty bad week because he's a human being. And sometimes as human beings, we have hard weeks. So he was experiencing kind of a hard week. 
his posts weren't as they normally are, his personality, you know, was shifting a little bit, and two people that are close to him kind of pulled him aside and said, what's going on? What, like, what do you have going on? And he was like, what do you mean? They're like, well, we're noticing this, this, and this. Okay, when they said that, his brain offered, oh my gosh, they know of my diagnosis. They know that something is wrong with me. This is a problem. No one is going to work with me. Now, I want to pause for a second if you're still hanging with me on this podcast. All of the things that his subconscious brain told him, all of those things are just thoughts. Our thoughts are not always true. The issue is that without self-awareness, we may think that they're true. And if we don't check or observe or call out these thoughts that are really, really random, then oftentimes if we keep thinking them over and over and over again, it becomes a part of our truth. Like we start to believe the thing that our brain is telling us over and over and over again. So if you've had trouble losing weight, it might be, I can't lose weight. I can't lose weight. I can't lose weight. It's not because you're incapable of losing weight. It's because you've trained your brain so much to believe that sentence, I can't lose weight, that now your brain doesn't even question it anymore. And now your brain looks for all of the evidence of when you fall short of being successful towards your goal. So you try to do something to lose weight. Maybe you start working out, you're doing great for three weeks, then you slip up, you eat a Twinkie, you go out to eat with your family, or you end up in a drive-through, and then you stop working out for three days, and your brain then repeats what it has already believed subconsciously is, I can't lose weight. And then when you don't check that thought and be really like tough love with yourself, practice that tough love with yourself, and don't question it at all, you end up going, oh, let's see, this is always what we do. I can't lose weight. It's not because you're incapable. It's because of what you are believing is true only because of a sentence that popped up in your mind once and then again and then again and then again and again and again and again. Okay, so going back to this coach, what we continue to explore, I said it's really interesting to me that you've had this diagnosis for years and you've known you've had this diagnosis for years and it's never limited you in any capacity. It's never gotten in the way of what you wanted in business. It's never gotten in the way of having clients. It's never been a problem. And then two friends that know you really well in one week call you you know, out, so to speak, or mention, hey, it seems kind of like you're not yourself. Here's what we see. And then you took that information and made it so much of a problem that now you've been spiraling. You haven't been showing up the way that you used to in business. Your energy is being read probably by a lot of people as being off. And so now this new thought is creating the result of fifty dollars to $75,000 instead of your normal one hundred to $200,000. This is the power of thought. A lot of times we glaze over the, I don't want to say severity, but like the the seriousness of 
why it's so important to question your brain, why having a coach is so vital in your life. If you are self-sabotaging, if you are not where you want to be, if you are bullying yourself, if you're being mean to yourself, if you talk down to yourself, if you're negative, if you're not getting the results you want in your life, like all of these are telltale signs you could really benefit from a coach if you actually want to change this pattern within yourself. So it really doesn't matter what the goal is. This is the benefit of having someone on your team that knows what you actually want and can find the discrepancy of why you're not getting it, which is what I do, right? That is what a coach often does. Every coach has a different niche and kind of how they help their client, but that is a big bulk of what I do. I find that discrepancy. It's like, I don't understand why you're not where you want to be when you have so much awareness around where you want to be, right? And so we find those limiting thoughts, those emotions that are difficult to feel, and we overcome them, right? So that way you can get the results that you're wanting to create in your life. So for this client, it was as soon as he believed from two people that suddenly a a bad week was a problem, That this diagnosis that had never been a problem before, that had always been in the back of his mind, never an issue, was suddenly an issue. And all of that thinking that he didn't become aware of fast enough sabotaged everything that he did from that point forward in his life and business, creating the result that he was in. And then this spiral of everything's falling apart, nothing's working. I'm going to end up, you know, losing my business. No clients are ever going to work with me. And it continues to be this very negative cycle that we take ourselves down. So what you want to be able to do is recognize that your thoughts and your beliefs are very, very powerful. Okay. And your beliefs as, as true as they may feel to you may not always actually be factual and true. They will feel true based on how often your brain has practiced that belief, but it doesn't actually mean that that's factual or factually true, right? You may believe I can't lose weight, but that doesn't actually mean it's factually true. You may think a diagnosis, right, of something may limit what you're capable of, but that doesn't actually mean it's true. And the interesting thing is a lot of times you can find evidence in life for people that may be in a similar situation, if not identical, and they have done the thing or they've been successful in some way, their limit doesn't exist. And it's because of simply what they tell themselves, right? Their limit is not a problem. It's not even true. They, they have found a way to overcome it. They're thinking different thoughts than maybe you're thinking. And so this is really interesting. And I think it's a great benefit also to getting yourself in group coaching, right? Because sometimes you see someone else's limit. This is, this is coming up a lot for the women in my hybrid experience is that they will see the way that someone thinks and they will recognize that they're thinking very similarly, but they can see how it's limiting the person that they're watching getting coached. And then they're like, oh man, if I don't clean this up, this is going to be my result as well. Or maybe it already is. And I don't like the way that this looks. I don't like the way that this feels and I don't want this anymore. And it brings enough awareness to you and your ability to question all of your thoughts. 
So I have to do the same thing with myself at every level. Like I had to question and be curious even with my limiting beliefs whenever I launch the hybrid experience because it required so much planning, because it required so many investments up front. Like I had to really practice different beliefs about myself, about what was possible, about being able to do something at this caliber that I was already the businesswoman who could handle it and, you know, prepare for it and execute it. Like when I first was in planning mode for the first round, I didn't have all of those strong beliefs. I had beliefs a lot of times of the opposite of like, oh my gosh, how am I going to over deliver? How am I going to make sure that everything goes smoothly? How, you know, I don't know if I'm the person that can do this yet. I might need to wait a few more years. And just because I believed those things at first, I also had the awareness to say, what if none of that is true? What if none of those limiting beliefs that I'm thinking are actually true? How would I show up? What would I do differently? What do I actually want to believe about myself and my potential and my capacity and my ability and my talent and my goal? Like, what do I actually want to believe? And I had to look at the discrepancy of what I was believing and look at the difference between what I wanted to believe and get to work. Okay. And I also asked peers and and whatnot for coaching, Like I had to get my mind clear so that I could step into the version of me that I ultimately wanted to be to execute the things that were very important to me. And so you may need to do this too. Okay. So if this is work that resonates with you and it's something that you want to do, I highly encourage you to check out the hybrid experience round two, make sure you're on my email list so you get the notifications or make sure that you're on social media, on Facebook or Instagram so that you don't miss anything because I would love to welcome you into the next round and help you get where you want to be. Okay. So if you know that you're limiting yourself in some way or you're self-sabotaging before you ever get to the place you really want to be, you can see that your mind is limiting you. You are hesitant to really, you know, you know, feel emotions that feel a little scary. So emotional resilience is a big thing that we work on regulation, like how to regulate those uncomfortable emotions that come up whenever you're stretching yourself. We're going to work on all of that together. So if you need any help or have any questions with that, feel free to reach out. I am going to be on vacation, but I will answer you back as soon as I can. And other than that, I hope that you will have an amazing week. If you know somebody that needs to hear this, please feel free to share it with them. And as always, I am so grateful to have had you for this episode. And if you stick around, thank you so much. And I will see you guys next week. Hey there. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of This Is Not Your Practice Life podcast. If you'd like to connect on social media, you can find me on both Instagram and Facebook at Macy Renee Coaching. And if you want to stay up to date on all of my offers, announcements, and inspirational emails, you can join my email list at MacyRenee.com. In addition, if there's a way that I can further support you in your coaching journey, you can schedule a free 60-minute consult at macyrenee.com anytime you want so we can discuss the best options for you. I look forward to seeing you next week, and I hope you have an amazing day. Bye!